Good morning friends and I hope you're having a great week so far and welcome to another episode of Shemaine's Model Health Podcast um, for those who are looking to optimize health and long-term weight loss results. I am Shemaine Linney, owner of Shemaine's Model Health. I am a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert and I'm so happy to have you back with me this week for a podcast that I think is going to blow your mind. Um, But before we start, I want to just specify that um, none of the information in this podcast is to replace medical information and should be used for informative purposes only. And if you have any queries or questions or are unsure about the information, please check with your medical physician first. Please. Okay, so this week's podcast, we're looking at natural cures for headaches. With the Chinooks and changes in weather here, the last few weeks, I have been hearing a lot of my students um, saying that they're suffering with headaches and migraines. I hate to hear of anyone in pain, and I generally don't suffer badly with headaches myself. Once in a while, I'll get a migraine if I'm stressed. Um, But of course I want to do whatever I can to advise my students and friends um, of how to address migraines and headaches. So this week's podcast focuses on just that. So let's begin, shall we? Headaches are a big factor for many and it can be so frustrating. If they're bad enough, they can ruin your whole day. Um, So I'm hoping that the tips I share in this podcast will help you have less of them or at least minimize their effects on your day. Now headaches can come out of nowhere and there are two types of headaches, structural and chemical. So structural are those that come about because of your structure. So alignment of muscles and joints and ligaments. Um, so something might be tied or getting pulled, inflamed or damaged or even stressed or even you may have slept wrong. Um, we think of structural headaches when they start with pain in the neck generally and then they spread to the back of the head and move out from there. Now there's also chemical headaches and those in general create spasms of the blood vessels that line the scalp. There's nerves around these blood vessels, so when a spasm occurs, there's pain in those nerves. Uh, Headaches that are chemical are more, um, or that are more chemical in nature when they are more diffused, um, especially near or around the eyes or along the temples. Probably some of the most common headaches. So first off is determining if your headache is structural or chemical. When it's structural, one of the main remedies for preventing um, is obviously improving structure. Simple things like practicing some mobility work, foam rolling and stretching can really help. But if you wanted to go a bit further, you could get a massage, acupuncture, physical therapy or even prolotherapy can be really helpful. Also managing your body's structure would be to look at your posture. So for example, if you sit for most of the day, which a lot of people do, um, a good idea would be to try a 20-20-20 rule. 
So every 20 minutes, you would get up, you'd stand up for 20 seconds and you move your head from side to side. So ear to shoulder 20 times, alternating sides. Um, you might look a little bit strange, but this done alone can relieve a lot of tension in around your neck and shoulders and head. Because our head is so heavy, a lot of the small muscles and ligaments that we use to support it can get stressed. So the 20-20-20 rule can help a lot. Um, in some cases where headaches are structural, they can come about because ligaments were also loosened. Um, and that could come from the likes of whiplash or chronic arthritis. So when ligaments get too loose, the muscles then get too tight and they in turn pinch the nerves. This is where therapies um, mentioned above like physical therapy and acupuncture and even massage can be very helpful when looking at something like this. Now, when we look at chemical headaches, one of our first considerations is to avoid foods that can cause inflammation. Foods that cause allergies, intolerance, and sensitivities, we want to be aware of them too. So if you're not clear on what your individual triggers are, it's good to figure it out. Um, the classic foods, obviously, that can cause issues are dairy, wheat, eggs, sugar, soy, corn, vegetable oils, um, or you could also try like a well-planned elimination diet. Out of all of them, one you'd probably like to try integrate back in might be eggs, so eliminate for a while and then see if you can integrate them back in with no side effects. Um, so the food I just listed they can raise the chemicals of inflammation and make it so um, it takes less to cause those spasms to occur. What I mean is the more that you eat foods like that, and if they are triggers for you, the more you eat them, then it takes less and less for them to contribute to headaches over time. Um, now, as I drink my high-grade coffee here, Caffeine deserves a shout out because caffeine causes vasodilation. Um, what this means is that it opens blood vessels to help blood flow move freely around the body and the brain. Caffeine can actually be very effective in the short term, um, but be careful though um, because you, want, you don't want to be getting your caffeine from per sources uh, over the long term because this can actually increase headaches. So where you can, and I'm always a big advocate for searching out high grade coffee that would be lower in toxins, especially organic or coffee grown at a high altitude and processed correctly. Um, there are also many over-the-counter headache treatments or pills, no doubt you know. Um, these I generally don't recommend for several reasons, um, like rebound headaches. So they can help your headache in the long term, but then you'll get a worse rebound headache. And gastrointestinal tract issues can be caused from these over-the-counter treatments too. Um, so these are synthetic anti-inflammatories like aspirin, Aleve, Tylenol, Ibuprofen, and these sometimes work, but by and large, the cons can outweigh the pros. 
Um, all of these except Tylenol cause damage to the gut and they thin the gastrointestinal lining and it's important to keep a strong gastrointestinal lining especially when we look back at food intolerances or autoimmune issues and then as for Tylenol we are seeing more and more studies coming out on how, on how it may impair brain health and even do damage by depleting glutathione so there's studies showing that Tylenol may be contributing to brain damage now. It has also been attributed to liver damage, heart toxicity, gastrointestinal bleeding, and even kidney damage. So, um, and we're seeing this as even happening in healthy people who take Tylenol and other um, over-the-counter synthetics. Uh, there are some experts, well actually many experts, that claim there are more than 30,000 emergency room admittance per year from dangerous stomach bleeding from over-the-counter anti-inflammatories. Uh, so my opinion, something to be aware of and probably avoid. Um, so I mentioned vasodilation and blood flow. Now you can actually move blood around by using hot and cold props. For example, if vessels are constricted in your head, you could put, say, a cold bag of peas or ice on the affected area, and then what you would do was, would you put your feet in a warm bucket of water, and that would be about 100 to 105 degrees. What you're doing here is you're rooting blood out of the tight vessels in your head towards the other end of your body. Um, this can be very effective within a few minutes. And doing this in a dark room can speed up the process too and help it be more effective. Another great treatment is magnesium. Magnesium in baths or IV can be very effective. And what happens is magnesium relaxes muscle tissues and that relaxes the smooth muscles that um, make the muscles constrict or tighten to begin with. Now magnesium pills are good. Um, in fact, a high percentage of the population is magnesium deficiency and I see deficient and I see this all the time. But the pills don't actually work in the short term. They don't stop a headache that's affecting you right now. But when you're getting magnesium in a bath, you can get it transdermally that way, meaning that it's absorbed through the skin. And this can be one of the fastest ways to get the magnesium into you. Um, you can also get a topical magnesium um, there's some nice ones on Amazon that you can get and they can be rubbed onto your neck directly for pretty fast relief or some um, health practitioners will offer IV doses of magnesium which are very effective also. So I mentioned a few minutes ago um, anti-inflammatories and specifically the synthetic forms but I'm a huge advocate of natural anti-inflammatories, especially curcumin. And this is the active compound in turmeric. And it works like other anti-inflammatories work, but it doesn't hurt you or have those negative side effects. So one teaspoon of curcumin is the equivalent of one baby aspirin. Um, 
adding that into your foods is going to be awesome. I like to get it through teas or maybe add it to coffee or soup or chili or whatever. But trying to get that into you is going to help a lot with that inflammation. Then ginger and boswellia also help lower inflammation and thin the blood. You may or may not know that boswellia is also known as frankincense and whether or not this matters to you, but it was a gift to the baby Jesus. So Boswellia is a well-renowned um, herb with, um, it's held in high esteem with Ayurvedic medicine and the likes. And these will help increase um, the blood flow and address any inflammation issues you're having. Also increasing antioxidants has been shown to fight oxidative stress um, and selenium too. You Increasing selenium may be helpful as it supports glutathione function but if you have thyroid issues you would probably want to speak to a health professional that understands um, a lot more about this and thyroid before you go supplementing with selenium because you can do more damage than good. Um, then fish oil is one I recommend a lot. If I know someone's at home like one of my students and they have some sort of omega-3 supplement on hand, um, that can prevent the constriction of blood vessels. It helps reduce inflammation, reduces blood clotting and lowers blood pressure. Then lastly, so this has been a long one. Lastly, we're looking at essential oils like peppermint can calm the body um, and open the airways, helping with pressure buildup around your head. And sometimes I will like even eucalyptus and basil or spearmint and basil in my with my Epsom salts in the bath to really relax all those muscles and open the airways and just be more preventative in headaches or stress affecting um, my brain or head or whatever, I'm getting lost in what I'm saying. But anyway, that was a lot of tips, a lot of content. I hope you found it helpful. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at shemainesmodelhealth.com or shemainesmodelhealth on Facebook. If you have topics you'd like me to cover, um, I'd be more than happy to do so. And of course, please share this with anyone you feel may benefit. A lot, a lot of people now struggling with headaches and just some of the simple, very effective information um, can change their lives pretty much. So feel free to share this with people that may benefit. Okay, have a great rest of your week. Have an awesome weekend and we'll chat to you soon. Bye.